Can I entitle my message, The Realm of Consistency? The Realm of Consistency. And Allah, I want you to read, if it's possible, Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 47. Acts chapter 2. Acts chapter yes. 2, verse 42. 40 to 47. Okay, Acts chapter 2, verse 42 to 47. <coughs> yeah. Continues that firstly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship, and in breaking of bread and in prayers. And fear came upon every soul, and many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. And all that believed were together and had all things common and sold their possessions and goods, and parted them to all men, as every man had need. And they, continuing, and they, continuing daily with one accord in the temple, and breaking bread from house to house, did eat their meat with gladness and singleness of heart, praising God and having favor with all the people. And the Lord added to the church daily, such as should be saved. Amen. Whenever you are consistent, the Lord will add to you. Number one, whenever you are consistent with whatever the Lord has charged you with, he will add and increase you. Bible says, and the Lord added to the church. Why? Because the apostles in that dispensation were consistent. Verse 42. And they continued steadfastly in the apostles' doctrine and fellowship. Verse 46, and they continually daily. Now, if you want the power of God to flow in your life, you must be consistent. A lot of Christians are not consistent. You pray in the month of March, you don't pray in the month of April. Then you go pray in the month of May. You lack consistency. Amen. Mm -hmm. So it is inconsistency that lies the power. You mm -hmm. want the power be consistent. You want to see the hand of God perpetually upon your life. Mm -hmm. I, I admonish you to subscribe to consistency. Mm -hmm. You must come to a place and a realm where men call you Mr. or Mrs. Consistency because you don't stop, because you don't give up until you have seen your heart desires, consistency. So it is inconsistency, my God, that lies the power. Now, hear me well. God cannot show you every single detail or details of your destiny at one moment. Mm. Per adventure, let's say the angel of the Lord comes to you tomorrow. The angel of the Lord cannot reveal everything to you in that encounter. It's not possible. Even if it's possible, you wouldn't be able to articulate and comprehend everything at that time. So Bible says that precept upon precept, little upon little, word upon word. So it comes in bits and pieces. Mm. It is a perpetual continuum. It is a process. 
when God encounters you, he can give you everything you need at that time because everything you need at that time, you'll be able to handle it. So it is only men of consistency that will lay hold on the mysteries and realities of the kingdom of God. If you are consistent, it will be your you will be the men that were written in the book of Matthew chapter 13, verse 11. Bible says, for unto you it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Whenever a man becomes consistent, heaven gives him something. And what heaven gives him is added to it mysteries. Now, Bible says that it is given to you to do the mysteries of the kingdom of God. So when you come into that economy of that scripture, that scripture says that it is given to you to know the mysteries of God. Things that are locked up, things that are hidden, you have the capacity and the structure to unlock it because something that is a mystery is trying to say that something is hidden. Stay with me. So if you are not willing to be consistent, then you are not ready to go far with God or walk far with God. Have you been consistent? How many years have you been praying consistently and effectively? How many years have you been serving in the house of God? It's a rhetorical question. How many years have you been paying tithes and offering? If if any of these questions or more questions that I can ask, you have not done it for at least three or four years, you are not consistent. You can't tell me you are walking in the realm of consistency when you have not paid your Titan offering for three consecutive years. Because it is inconsistency that God releases the blessing. Nothing just happens to men and women of the kingdom. How many years have you fasted and prayed? Someone asked me, Albert, you know, you pray with so much energy, so much power. You teach here and there. How do you do it? I asked them, how many times have you read your Bible back to back? How many times have you sat down? Just, you know, you know, you know, reading to find something. You just read this so you might know the truth of the word. When I asked that person, the person couldn't utter anywhere back to me. Why? Because they lack the consistency. How many times? The issue at hand is consistency. Your household, listen to me, your household enemies are not bothered that you prayed 14 days straight, mm. coupled with some two by four fasting. The only thing they are threatened or afraid of is that you decide and you intend not to stop. The enemy is not afraid of anything except you are willing to continue. The enemy doesn't care whether you did 21 days fasting. Read the Bible back to back. The only thing he is scared of is that you intend not to stop and to continue in the path in which you have what purpose in your heart. It is given to you to quit. It is given to you to faint. Bible says in Isaiah chapter 30 verse 30, even the youth shall faint 
and shall be weary, and the young men shall utterly fall. But they that wait upon the Lord, they that are consistent, they that continue to seek God, they that perpetually come to God, they that often fast, they that regularly pray, they that regularly serve God, they shall mount up with wings as eagles, they shall run and not be weary, they shall walk and not faint. If you are consistent, you'll be a high flyer. But this dispensation, we don't want to lay hold on consistency. The witches are not scared because you woke up one night and you prayed from 12 to 6 a.m. No, they are not afraid. They are afraid of what of one thing is that you intend for the next six months of your life. You wake up every morning from 12 to 3 or 12 to 4. You begin to pray. Not just pray one day, but you intend not to stop. You wake up when it's inconvenient. You wake up when it's convenient. You pray when you are sick. You pray when you're healthy. You pray when you're heartbroken. You pray when you're rich. You pray when you're broke. You pray when your grades are down. You pray when your grades are up. God is looking for men of consistency. So it is in the realms of consistency that establishes men in the things of the spirit and in the things of God. According to Acts chapter 2, the apostles began to turn on the path of consistency. Bible says in verse 42, and they continue steadfastly. In other words, they continue, but they were steadfast. Hmm. And Bible says that many wonders and signs were done by the apostles. Any man that is consistency will begin to do great exploit. Bible says that they that know their God, they shall be strong and shall do exploits. Men give up, not because they want to. It is because they lack the understanding and the power of consistency. You don't know what is consistency. It will be like God is partial and not powerful. Some people tell me, why is not God coming through for me? I have prayed and prayed. And I tell them that you are not consistent because God is able to do exceedingly abundant above what you think of according to the power that effectually working in you and in God. But for you to come to that realm, you must be consistent. God is a God of potential, but it will take consistency to unlock the possibilities of your potential. Listen to me and listen to me well. God is a God of potential, but it will take your consistency to unlock the possibilities of your potential. In other words, God is a God. Bible said there was a parable. Bible said that a man, he went to the field and sowed seed, hoping that those seeds would germinate. So God is a God of potential. He has given a potential. He has given a gift. He has placed something in you. But until you are consistent, until you, not, until you, you take upon yourself, I will not stop. I will not quit until I see the desires of the Lord. Bible says in the book of Timothy, Apostle Paul said, Apostle Paul told Timothy, 
Timothy, you have been blessed with prophecies. Something is in you. You must be consistent by stirring up that gift in you. You have to be consistent. So sometimes it may seem that God is more potent and powerful in the life of your colleague or in the life of your neighbor than yours. It is because you lack consistency. I see believers whining. And hey, why is this this person getting blessed? Why is this person? Why is this? Why does this person have the capacity to do this? Because that person is training on the path of consistency. That person has decided. Bible says in the book of Acts that the enemies of Paul, they said to themselves, we will not eat, we will not drink till we have killed and harmed Apostle Paul. That should be your testimony, that you will not eat, you will not drink until you have laid hold on the things you desire. You lack consistency. I said to myself, God is just and fair. Anything that is happening in my life, I deserve it. Some of them say, eh, why me? Who should it be? Anything that happens in your life is well-deserved because God is just and fair. It's scripture. Where you are now, what you have now is what you deserve. God is just and he's fair. Never think that God is unfair to you. What you have is what you deserve because what you have is based on what you are willing to do. The devil is so moved. That you did this one month. I prayed one month. You prayed for two months. You went to church for six months. The devil is still moved. The devil knows that. What would take you for you to fulfill destiny or lay hold on the things that God has promised you is three-year consistency in the ministry of prayer and priesthood. When I talk to many of the youth and I say it will take years, some of them faint. And some of them become like the rich man. And he said, Jesus, how do I follow you? Jesus said, leave all your things. Bible says, and the man was sorrowful and he turned back. Because it would take consistency. It would take something out of you. Many think that Christianity or working with God is a hit and run. Like some of us do in a relationship, you hit, you run. It is not a hit and run, neither it is a sprint. It is a marathon. You must be consistent. Like those days that we used to train upon the, 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 the cross-country terrains, some of the some of the races are 5K. So you don't take off like your tenodo. You must pace yourself to be able to finish the race. To be able to finish the race. Consistency. Your family, your friends are waiting for you to stop. I kid you not. Somebody, somebody on this Zoom, somebody on this Zoom told me that their mom asked, Oh, is Albert still ministering? So yeah, he's still doing it. It's like, oh wow. Why? Because they thought. I could not lay hold on the spirit of consistency. But it's not by might, it's not by power, by the spirit of God. Consistency is what they don't expect you to lay hold on. But by the spirit of God, if you can tally, 
if you can wait, you will prove everybody wrong. Luke chapter 18, verse 1. Bible says, for men ought always to pray and not to faint. Now, the key word in that scripture is always. It is not in the praying. It is in the consistency. He said, men ought always to pray and not to faint. When you look at that scripture or that syllabus of scripture, the key word is not in the praying. The key word is not in the art. The key word is not in the faith. The key word is in the always. So it is not in the prayer. It is in the consistency. It is in the always. Mm. It is in the continuity. It is only men who are consistent in the place of prayer that will know the power of prayer. The reason why I always hammer, pray, 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 is because many of you have not experienced the flickers and the bounties of the power of prayer. There is power in prayer. There is power in prayer. There is power in prayer. You will never experience the power in prayer until you have been consistent. Many people tell me, I've been praying. I see no result. I told you that what prayer cannot do, more praise can do. You must be consistent. You must keep on pushing Apostle Paul said, I press toward the market. In other words, I'm consistent. I press, I push. When it seems unfavorable, I push. When it seems favorable, I push. When it seems that I'm pressed, I'm shaking all around, I push. I press toward the mark for the price of the higher quality. Prayer can do anything in which God can do. Consistency, consistency. Nothing can stop a man of consistency. If you are diligent, you will have it. No demon can stop a man of consistency. When you are consistent, I kid you not, the altars in your family cannot stop you. No principality in your village can stop you. No demon can stop you. The only thing the devil can make you to do is to stop and quit. That is the only thing it is given to him to discourage you, to discard you, to lead you astray from the path of consistency. But when you say, oh no, I will not stop. I will not drink. I will not sleep. And to have laid hold on that which I desire, then God will grant it to you. Inconsistency lies that success and breakthrough. Breakthrough is not as a result of prayer. Lord, I command breakthrough on every side. No, breakthrough and success is as a result of consistency. Bible says in Genesis chapter 11, the people of the Tower of Babylon, they decided to build a tower to the height of heaven. And the Bible says God decided to scatter their language because because God said this very thing they have imagined in their heart, they can do it. What have you set your heart to do? Consistency is a natural and universal law. Don't stop. Keep on moving. You will get there. Even the unbelievers, even the world, they Practice the principle of consistency and you're making waves. How much more about answer? If you are consistent, you will get what you want. Bible says that there was a certain woman in a city, Luke chapter 18, that needed a case to be dealt with. 
Bible says that she came up against a judge. Luke chapter 18, Bible says, verse 3, that there was a certain woman in the, there was a certain woman in the city and that she needed a case to be met. She needed a case to be dealt with. Bible says that she came up against an unjust judge that didn't fear God or men. That woman had no advocate. That woman had no lawyer. That woman had no connection because the judge that he, she came up against with was superior and wicked. But one thing she had is that she had a need, sir. She had a need, sir. Now understand that whenever you have your tongue and whenever you have your need, sir, you are not at the place of disadvantage. If you can pray, you are not hopeless. If you can yield enough, if you can be consistent enough, you are not hopeless. Many of us are talking, complaining, talking to friends, talking to loved ones that this and this and this and this. Why not give yourself to the knees? Bible says that there was a woman in Luke chapter 18. Bible said that that woman went up, up against the unjust dad. She put a request unto the unjust judge. Bible says that the unjust judge will not even fickle. The unjust judge will not even give this woman room for expression. Bible says that the woman said, I will not stop. I'll be consistent. The woman said, I will come to the judge. I will come to the judge. I will keep on coming to the judge. And the Bible says that the judge said to himself, let me give the request of this woman because this woman worries my soul. This woman worries my soul. Bible says that after a while, even the... <coughs> Even the unjust judge says that I will answer this woman so that she doesn't worry my soul. I came to tell you that a man who is hopeless, a man who is hopeless, is a man that has decided not to be consistent. If you decide to be consistent, you can worry the hands of the immortals. This woman was a feeble woman. She was a woman that had nothing, but when she she trended upon the path of consistency and began to bombard, began to bombard, and began to bombard this unjust and great judge. The judge became unsettled. The judge became unsettled. I came to tell you that if you can bombard God, if you can be consistent, God will give you hard desires. Yeah. The judge said, you worry my soul. So let me give you what you want. You can worry the souls of immortals. Things that and them no. If you are consistent, you can turn it from no to yes. If you can be consistent, you can force the hands of the immortals to respond. A woman came up, came up in Luke chapter 18 against a mighty judge. Bible says the judge was mighty to the scope that the judge did not fear God or neither man. In other words, that judge was a serious judge. But Bible says that the woman was consistent. And Bible says that even the unjudge just said, let me grant this lady's request so that she does not worry me out. Have you been consistent to this extent that you worry God out? 
you wearing the things that are pushing you down. You are saying that, man of God, I'm perplexed, I'm oppressed. I'm saying to that, are you consistent enough? Have you bombarded the enemy enough? Bible says that resist the devil and you flee from you. Have you been consistent enough to resist the devil? Because if you are consistent and you resist him, he will eventually leave you. Second Peter chapter 3, verse 9. Bible said that do not count slackness as men count slackness. For God is not slack concerning his promises. Consistency. Do not be slack. Keep on pushing. Keep on persevering. When it seems to have been delayed, be consistent. As long as you can stay, you can have it. Divinity doesn't respond because you ask. Divinity doesn't respond because you seek. Divinity doesn't respond because you know. Divinity responds to humanity because men are consistent. Ask, seek, and knock. I came to tell you there's a fourth realm consistency. Mm. After you have not be consistent, the end goal for God is that you'll be established. Just because you did something before doesn't mean that's it. You must continue. God did not intend to call you and bring you to the marvelous light. Then after two years, you go back to the world. No. It is never the intention of God that you were on fire two years ago. Now you are not on fire. No. Some people pray. <laughs> Some people pray. They pray here. I know a lot. I'm a youth, so some people come here and pray. They are praying. When they go to their rooms, they can't pray. Why? Because what they are tapping from or what they are fraternizing is atmospheric. I was telling somebody that it's good. When you are here, you can pray. You can pray with me. But when you go to your room, can you pray? When you go to your room, can you, when you're all alone, can you do the things that you think that you can do in the public arena? If you are like that, God cannot trust you. Jesus, our high priest, Bible says, he's still making intercession for us. So prayer is not something you stop. It is a lifestyle. You are sentenced to a life of prayer. He said men ought always to pray. Listen, I believe the testimony of the Bible. I don't care what somebody says. I don't care what, you know, people try to, you know, scoop up and break from the word of God that, oh, you don't have to do this, you have to do this. My testimony, my belief system is on the scripture. When the scripture says men ought always to pray, when the scripture admonish me, pray without ceasing, that is the posture I'm going to take. So prayer is not something you stop. It is a lifestyle from time to eternity and eternity to time. So Sometimes I just laugh, I just laugh, and I just like wonder why are people so shallow in the things of the scriptures? Because Bible has made us to understand that Jesus prayed. Bible says he came to get so many. Oh my God. And he said, Father, not my will, but your will. But the greater content and context of that prayer 
was found in the book of Hebrews. And Bible says he made a strong cry to him that can save you from death. Somebody will say, oh, but after Jesus prayed that prayer, that was it. But in the same book of Hebrews, Bible says, by here we have a high priest who make it intercession for the saints. So even when Jesus prayed in time and transcended from time to eternity, he still make it intercession for you. So prayer is a lifestyle. You can't stop praying. In eternity, prayer is made. In time, prayer must be made. Men ought always to pray and to be consistent. If you don't pray, you will faint, and that will be your verdict. You can't stop praying. By prayer we gain, by prayer we sustain. Consistency in prayer. You pray for that breakthrough. For you to maintain that breakthrough, you must pray. You get, you, what you get, oh my God, what you gain by, you must maintain by. Bible says that by the mouth of the prophet, the, by, sorry, by the hands of the prophet, the Lord delivered and preserved Israel. So if you are delivered, you also must be preserved. So when we pray for you and you are delivered, when we, when we pray for you and you are healed, you will need the same medium of which that thing came to you to be able to sustain it. So we gain by prayer, we sustain by prayer. But not so many people, they prayed and got this and they thought that was the end of it. And yes, they began to weep because they were not consistent. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse 1 to 7, Ella. First Corinthians chapter 1. Sorry, chapter 2, verse 1 to 7. First Corinthians chapter 2, verse, verse 1 to 7. And I, <clears throat> brethren, when I came to you, came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom, declaring unto you the testimony of God. For I determined not to know anything among you, save Jesus Christ and him crucified. And I was with you in weakness and in fear and in much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with enticing words of man's wisdom, but in demonstration of the spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of man, but in the power of God. Howbeit we speak wisdom among them that are perfect, yet not the wisdom of this world, nor of the princes of this world that come to naught. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery, even the hidden wisdom which God ordained before the word unto our glory. Okay, thank you. Now understand that every major point of your life will require you to enter into the wisdom of God. Listen to me and listen to me very carefully from now onward. Every major point of your life will require you to enter into the wisdom of God. Stay with me. I'm going somewhere. The wisdom of God only comes to men who are backing upon themselves to be foolish in the natural. If you want to walk in the wisdom of God, in the nature, you'll be foolish. Because in the realms of the spirit and in the economy of God, it may be wise. But in the nature, it may look foolish. Mm. Stay with me. When you want to be wise in God, in the physical, you, you will look foolish. And you will be defined as a foolish person. I kid you not. Sometimes God will say, empty your bank account. Your savings. The money you are going to run on, 
God says, empty it. In the physical, it seems foolish, but in the economy of God, it is the precious wisdom of God. Mm. One of the things that wisdom does is that it weakens your mental capacity on how to run your life, as you know, and depend on the economy of heaven. Many people are not living by the wisdom of God. So, once you are not living by the wisdom of God, there are certain heights you cannot tap into. So if God wants you to begin to enter into the realm of the wisdom of God, what he does is that he weakens your mental capacity on how to run your life. You should not be the best accountant of your life. The Holy Ghost should be the best accountant of your life. Sometimes... (laughs) Sometimes God's wisdom comes as foolishness to men, and it is foolishness to men. Sometimes God will say, stay, but you know that you have to go. Even people will know that you have to go, but God will say, stay. It's very foolish, very foolish. Someone will ask, you know that you don't have to be here, but you know that the wisdom of God says, stay here. In the natural, you look very foolish. But years later, men will hear you and say, mm, Kai, that movement, that th- very thing you did, you were very wise. Verse 6, Bible says, How be it we speak wisdom among them that are perfect? Stay with me. There is a certain allocation of wisdom that you receive only when you are perfect. Now, I said to you before, and I keep saying this, that, Whenever you see the word perfect, don't take it as perfect. Because when we say perfect, our natural thinking of the word perfect will not help us to grasp the basic truth of the scripture. Now, whenever you see the word perfect, substitute it for maturity. So, scripture here in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6, is saying that, how be it we speak wisdom among them that are matured. So, whenever you see the word perfect, take it out, put maturity or mature there. You understand the scripture. So, I suppose here, how be it we speak the wisdom among them that are matured? So, to access the wisdom of God, you must come up. I said that when the when John the Revelator was in the spirit in the Lord's day. Bible says he heard a voice and the voice said to him, come up here. What does it mean to come up here? There are so many things God wants to tell you, but not at the level you are. Because the level you are, you lack the capacity to comprehend the things that God wants to tell you. In other words, there is certain allocation of information you cannot receive until you come up. What does it mean to come up? It means you increase in capacity. You come to a place of maturity. He said, how be it we speak wisdom to did that are matured. You are a spiritual babe and you expect God to give you mysteries and wisdom. No, it will never come to pass. God is not a waster. Because if God gives if I give an, iP- an iPad Pro 
to a three-year-old, you will break it because that three-year-old does not have the maturity and understand that this very thing I'm giving him is a great tool, but that kid does not know what it is. So when God meets you, he will say, come up, come up, come up, come up. Come up means to grow. Come up means to grow in stature. Come up means to grow in the place of maturity. But many Christians and the youth, we don't want to come up. We are not willing to grow. When they say come and pray, you don't want to pray. When they say come and come and receive teaching that will open and enlighten the eyes of the understanding, you 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 beck it on yourself to rather sleep or do something else. Then years later, you'll be weeping and crying. Why is my life like this? Because you are down there and God cannot talk to you. God cannot fraternize with you when you are down there because you don't have the status quo. You don't have the stature. You don't have the capacity. You don't have the tiring power. You don't have the tiring grace to understand what God wants to say to you. That's why you must ascend in the spirit. That is why I let you guys pray the way you pray. Pray for long and how we pray. Because when you begin to do things like this, you begin to enlarge your inner man. You begin to enlarge your inner man. Bible says that and there is a spirit in man and the inspiration of the almighty giving him understanding. Bible says that... <laughs> uh, Bible says something in the book of Ephesians that 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 that, that the spirit of revelation will rest upon you. Sometimes the spirit of revelation comes as a knowing. You know because you know, not because you read it, not because you studied it, because it, it, there is a knowing in you. But for you to be going to walk in that realm, you must come up here. You must be consistent. Many want to be like great men, but they don't have the capacity. Mm. You might want to, I hope people want to pray like the way we pray. I can give impartation, but I kid you not, you might not have the capacity or the tiring power to continue in it. Mm. Some of you go on seven days fasting, thinking that God would change my destiny. Glory to God. After the seven days, you'll be jealous. Oh, man, oh my God. You'll be telling people, man, I fasted seven days last week. I prayed like never before. Thinking that after the seven days, is uh, God will, blah, you know, just change everything. But after that seven days, you are rather attacked or weakened. You lack capacity because that which you want to see or do is trapped at an energy level. You must come up here. Be consistent. After a while, listen, I told people that if you are consistent, the things that you want to see, it will naturally come. Be consistent, the anointing will come. Be consistent, your prayer life will, will, will take a turn. You don't even have to even you know, be observant. It will just take its turn. It's a natural effect. Favor, breakthrough, miracles is as a result of consistency. How be it we speak wisdom among them that are mature? Now, 
<laughs> we speak wisdom among them that are mature. Now, listen, listen, listen. I'm coming to give somebody's prayer answer in two minutes. Listen. Now, listen. Now you know why when you ask God for things in prayer, it takes forever or he doesn't answer. Not because he doesn't want to answer, but we speak wisdom among them that are mature. So when God gives you certain bits of revelation, you are not matured enough, you will squander it. You will waste it. It is not because he doesn't want to. It is because it will be a wasted investment. I cannot give a six-year-old a very heavy bit or heavy chunk of information. What would that six-year-old do with it? That is how we are like. We want to trap the wisdom of God. But for us to be, for us to trap the wisdom of God, the wisdom of God comes to people who are only perfect and mature. How be it we want speak wisdom among them, not for spiritual babes. Listen, it is very. Listen, let me use this. It is it is very foolish and very stupid to remain a spiritual babe. You are the greatest disadvantage because when things are being handed. When things are being distributed, you will not get anything. Grow. A spiritual being, you lack, you lack everything. When God is distributing things, you won't get anything. You probably get candy. Get to a level. Go up by prayer, in prayer. Get yourself aligned and mysteries will become a norm. Power will become a lifestyle. The wisdom of God comes as a blessing in disguise. Sometimes God factors his dealings in the evil in which God has, in which the devil has intended for you. Sometimes God factors his dealings in the evil the devil has intended for you. So the devil wants you to, wants you to you know, make your life hell. As he's making your life hell, God, is, God has factored, like factorization. You put it inside. He factors what he wants to do in you to it. So by the time everything ends, you have finished product. Mm. So while the devil is pressing down, God, is working in you. When it's done, you gain experience and the dealings of God. It's a win-win situation. Some of us are too old. Too old. How many years have we come to the marvelous light and we are still doing things that is not what making us come up here? 2021 is coming. Make it a point to come up here. Pay like never before. Mm. It's not about, eh, 
I'm praying, you know, so that I'll pray something. Oh, no, I nah, I'm praying. No. Lock yourself. Lock your door. Throw yourself into the river. Every destiny has a travel. You must push and press to break your destiny. Some of us, we have prayed. Or some of us, we have to pray for long. You have to, some of us, some of you, your destiny requires you for you to pray for long. For, for years, you pray, you, you pray, you pray so much that when you, it will get to a time when, when you are breathing, you can feel like your, your, your lungs, there is like a deflation. It's like, it's like it skips. That's why you do not, oh. We are praying. <laughs> I don't know whether you experience. You can pray so much your lungs. You can you can feel that. You can skip. He's doing this. When he did that, it talks. Then it comes back. Pumia. To fulfill destiny, you need to enter into the wisdom of God. To fulfill destiny. You need to enter into the wisdom of God. Have you wondered that companies, big, big companies, they pay like, you know, people, huge sums of money to think, to think of ideas how to advance the companies. Some of them even pay diviners, soothsayers, sidekicks, huge amounts of money to, 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 to show them the next trend in business. I kid you not. Some companies pay sweetseers, sidekicks to, to, listen, don't think that people rise up by chance. Everybody knows what he's doing. Mm. Every man has a secret. Even the unbelievers, they, 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 they may not do things based on a spiritual, in a, in a spiritual place, but they do things that they don't know that it is highly spiritual. I kid you not. Some of them pay people to look in their spirit illegally to see their next strength. Some of us, if your prophetic grows, you will rule the financial market. Because let's say last year, if you knew that lockdown was coming, you could have set up a business. Mm. And by now, money will be your slave by your prophetic. So when you are prophetic, it brings money. You are not stupid. <laughs> That's how we pray. That's how we see God. So at the vows of our prophetic will be opened. Not open to minister to people, but those who rule in the financial world, in the business world. Anything that has no origin to God will disintegrate in time. It won't stand. The wisdom of God. Life is run on how much mysteries you know. Matthew 13, the Bible says, for until it is given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God. Now, two things. It must be given to you. You ask yourself, why can't I do what this guy is doing? 
because it is not given to you. Why I can do this, this very thing this guy is because this very thing this guy is doing, he has a mystery on how he's doing it. The mystery has helped him to unlock it. Everything you can't do is locked. So you need permission, access, given, and you need mysteries, keys to unlock it. How many mysteries do you know? There is a wisdom of God working in your life. I kid you not. What men think is foolishness is deep, infinite wisdom. The wisdom of God. You need wisdom. The wisdom of God will take you to glory. You must stay with wisdom. In the book of Proverbs, they call wisdom she. Why we say that? Wisdom, she cried out in the streets. In the book of Proverbs, chapter 1 to 8. So, the best way to understand wisdom in the book of Proverbs is that whenever you see wisdom, substitute it for Christ. So, when you see wisdom, put in Christ. Because Christ is the wisdom of God. Then you understand wisdom is a person. Wisdom is a person. It's not a thing. Bible says that wisdom cried out on the street. Can wisdom cry? No. Why? Because wisdom is a person. And his name is Christ. First Corinthians chapter 2 verse 7. But we speak the wisdom of God in a mystery. Even the hidden wisdom which God ordained the world into our glory. Which none of the prince of this world knew for it, for they had known they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Mm. I came to tell you this. That the wisdom of God, the devil doesn't know it. Mm. So when Satan makes you broke, he thinks he's harming you, mm. but it is the wisdom of God working in you to bring you to the place of fasting and prayer. Mm. And when you come to the place of fasting and prayer and you begin to pray and fast like never before, you begin to realize that, no, this thing I am doing, it's actually very deep. It's actually very beneficial. So now you give yourself to prayer and fasting and the devil thought he was killing you, not knowing that he was saving you. The wisdom of God. The devil thought he was harming you, not knowing that he was setting you free. The wisdom of God. Sometimes your life gets hard. The enemy will laugh at you. But the wisdom of God is building capacity in you. Let me end with this, then we pray. What the enemy has meant for evil the wisdom of God is working it out for your good. Mm. All things work together for good of they that are called of God and called according to his purpose. I want us to pray. I am going to pray. Bible says, Kaba Pida. You don't want to pray for long when you go. You're going to pray as the Spirit of God to help you to ascend to higher realms and higher levels. There is a place you are that 